You're listening to the State of Skull Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. What is up, guys? It is AJ. We are live in studio, and it is week five already. Wow, has time flown by, you guys? I mean, I can't even believe we're five weeks through the season. I mean, almost a quarter of the way through, we have made it. The Vikings finally won their first game of the season last week. It took us long enough, but hey, we made it to uh, the win column. But now up on top of this week, we've got the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling pretty good about this matchup. So we're here to preview the Vikings-Chiefs matchup today. It's going to be a big matchup. It's going to be on CBS. It's going to be in front of the world. Jim Nance and Tony Romo will be there. We'll talk more about them and how they've kind of hung a little cloud over the Vikings as far as bad matchups go. And it's going to be in the late window, 325. Everyone's going to be able to see us. It's going to be lit. But before we get into it today, we're going to uh, talk about our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Guys, if you are not an underdog, you need to hop on the train. Underdog Fantasy and their pick'em game rules. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to figure out, p- fill out your pick-em entry, get every pick right, and take home some cold hard cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. I know we usually start out the show with a little bit of Thursday night preview. Uh, we've got a very interesting matchup. I don't know if interesting is the word, but... Interesting in the sense that I don't think a lot of people know how the game is going to go. Bears and Commanders. Now, we actually saw this matchup last season. Commanders traveled to Soldier Field, won a very ugly game that the Bears should have won, and now they're running it back. And I'm a little bit confused. I would have to assume that Jeff Bezos uh, went to the NFL and said, hey, you guys got to give me some better matchups because the ones last year sucked. So... They ran it back, but now it's in Washington. So a couple of things I am liking tonight, Justin Fields passing yards. It's a little bit low, 193.5. You can also take his pass rush combo. I think for the Bears to win tonight, Justin Fields is going to have to have a good game. I think eventually Justin Fields is going to have a big smash game. You know, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, the system that he's been in this year, the weapons around him, him not being able to do the things that he was capable of showing last year. All the way going into, you know, hey, is he the guy? Like, do we need to move on? I mean, they're own four. They can, they can tank. They can throw him away, and they can go get Caleb Williams. So, but Justin Fields, I'm liking him tonight. Brian Robinson, fantasy score as well as rush yards. Rush yards, I'm a little bit more bullish on, but fantasy score, I like that as well. And then uh, Sam Howell, passing yards as well. I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. This Bears defense is very bad. The corners are wasted. They have no good corners, no Jalen Johnson, no backups. Uh, So they're looking pretty thin on the back end. I think Washington takes this opportunity to really air it out against those guys. So Sam Howell passing yards I'm liking, along with, I think, uh, you know, Jahan Dotson has got to get it going at some point here. 
so I would like him. But Terry McLaurin, if you guys aren't a football fan and watch Commanders games weekly, you need to be watching Terry McLaurin because Terry McLaurin is a star in the making. I would almost argue that Terry McLaurin is in the top 10 of the NFL as far as underrated players go. You know, I mean, the Commanders, they've never really had a good quarterback while he was there. You can argue the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin's ever had in Washington was Taylor Heineke. Now Taylor Heineke's gone. So he's got this rookie that he's uh, Sam Howell's not a rookie, but it's his first time, you know, ever playing, ever getting the start. I think McLaurin was high 50s, low 60s as far as receiving yards go. I mean, if he gets one long catch, we're all the way there. So a couple of things that I'm liking tonight for Bears Commanders on Thursday Night Football. Make sure you guys lock those in with a pick them entry with our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Well, getting into the game here today, uh, like I said, I feel good about the matchup that we've got on tap. The defense last week looked a lot better, so that's something that you can hang your hat on. But playing Bryce Young is a lot different than playing Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. There's no other way around it. The things that he can do in the pocket, the things that he can do outside of the pocket, the things that he can do running-wise, uh, the throws that he can make, it's just unbelievable. And the Vikings have never really had to go against him. They've never had to go against him. The one year that we played them in 2019, went down to Arrowhead, got into a tough matchup against them, and they actually were rolling out Chad Henney. Pat Mahomes, I believe, dislocated his knee in a Thursday night game, and he had to miss uh, two games, the Vikings being the last of those two. So we have not had our shot to see the Vikings play Pat Mahomes yet. So Sunday at U.S. Bank Stadium in front of a juiced-up crowd, Pat Mahomes against his Vikings defense. I think this is a week where we got to get some turnovers cooking. We have to be able to turn over the ball. I've been saying it all year. You have to be able to, you know, when the offense is giving it away at the rate that they are, you have to be able to take it back. And, you know, Pat Mahomes, he's got a little bit of that that Brett Favre-esque manner to him where, you know, sometimes he gets a little bit gunslingery and he, you know, gets outside the pocket and he makes a throw that was maybe a little bit more dangerous. So I think we can trick him into maybe throwing an interception, maybe him gifting us a pick. They don't fumble the ball a lot, but those wide receivers – that's that's a rough group that they're working with right now. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, MVS, they all are, I mean, role players. Let's just say how it is, role players. And the Kansas City Chiefs need somebody to step up. They also got a rookie, Rasheed Rice, who's looked pretty good in the past couple weeks. But the main story here is Mahomes to Kelsey. And we'll get more into Kelsey later on because, you know, he's been in the news basically every day for the past couple weeks. So, but I think if you can get these wide receivers shooken up, if you can get Pat Mahomes rattled back there in the pocket, you can kind of throw him off a little bit, can make some turnovers happen. I see this being, excuse me, I see this being a good time, an opportunity for the Vikings to be able to take the ball away and to mess with Pat Mahomes. You got to be able to turn him into a guy that sits in the pocket and dots you up. Because the more that he gets out of the pocket, the more that he can get on schedule with those off-schedule throws, the better that he is and the worse that the game goes for their opponent. I mean, you've watched Chiefs games. We're not going to act like we haven't. You've seen what he can do. When he gets out the pocket, he is a different kind of guy because he can take it and tuck it and run and get you for a big gain, or he can 
back it up on you and throw a little sidearm, throw a little a little bloop 25 yards down the field, and it could go for six. So I think this defense is going to have their hands full. This pass rush is going to have their hands full. Offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs is decent. They lost a couple guys. Lost Orlando Brown to the Bengals uh, last year, their best left tackle, their best offensive lineman, I would argue. And when you look at their schedule, they haven't really had to beat anybody. They played the Lions the first week, and they got by, but they've been able to coast through. I mean, they beat the Jets last week. It looked like they were going to roll them, and they came out alive. They beat the hell out the Bears, uh, and then they beat the Jags, who I think a lot of people are starting to put into that overrated category, and that's certainly not something that we saw moving forward. So they haven't really had to face anybody that was super great. And the Lions are pretty good, but they're not great. And not that we are either. But I think the talent that we have on offense and the scheme that we have on defense with B-Flow, with Daniil Hunter, we saw what Marcus Davenport did last week. We saw what Harrison Smith did last week. I think if you get those guys the opportunity to play their game and really mess with Pat Mahomes' head, this could be a good game. I'm feeling good about this game. And whether or not you know that's the Chiefs making mistakes or the Vikings stepping up to the bill, it might be a little bit of both, but you never know. I would really like to see a Chiefs loss upset. And the line has continued to go down. You know, when things opened up last Sunday, the Chiefs were a six and a half point favorite. Now that line has come all the way down to four, four and a half on a couple books. So, you know, whether or not that's Vegas being ahead of the, the game and saying, okay, well, you know, maybe the Vikings will keep it a little bit close or things like that. I think, you know, once you start seeing those lines come down, you maybe see something happen. I'm not sure where the Chiefs are at on the money line. We'll have to take a look at that. But, I mean, it couldn't be anything super crazy that they're favored by, right? I mean, it is still in U.S. Bank Stadium. It is still hard to win in U.S. Bank Stadium. Let's not get that twisted. Some people have come in here and taking us to bill. We haven't won a game at U.S. Bank Stadium yet, so we would love to see that happen. But as far as money line goes, Chiefs are minus 188. Vikings are plus 158. So a little bit of a gap, but not as egregious as one might think. So for my betting people out there, you got something to look forward to. On the other side of the ball, you know, the Chiefs defense, they're solid. It seems like any time that they need to do anything, they can do it. And they've got some sneaky guys. The Jerry Steen on the back end. Chris Jones is a dog. Nick Bolton has been out. We'll see if he's back. But the guy that worries me the most is Chris Jones. Just because the Vikings really, really tend to struggle with D tackles that are strong, that are beasts, and that are killer at their game. Now, Bradbury might be back this week. We'll have to wait and see. I know he was a limited participant uh, in Thursday's practice. I mean, hey, I mean, that'd be a hell of a matchup for Garrett Bradbury to come back to. Like, hey, man, welcome back to the lineup. Now you got to deal with Chris Jones. Yikes. So I feel like that's a spot where we really got to be careful and we got to be able to get the run game going early. We got to make sure that those double teams on Chris Jones are there because he can wreck the whole game just by himself. No one even has to do, nobody else has to even do anything. If Chris Jones can get back there and get a sack and a half or get, at Kirk's feet and get one of his big ass arms and hands up in his grill. It's over. So, but I feel like 
on the back end, you know, JJ, he's been cooking. Two touchdowns last week, had one the week before. We're starting to see him get close. I was I was worried for a second that JJ was going to sell me on the eight and a half touchdowns line for the NFL season long entry. I mean, he's got three already, so we're damn near halfway there as far as his touchdowns. I think he scores again this week. When you've got a huge matchup like this, stars come through. In in every game that we've had against a big team where we needed to win, JJ has been there full force, and it's been over a hundred yards. It's been double digit catches at least eight, and it's been a touchdown. So I'm liking all of his stuff this week. I think Jordan Addison gets worked back into the flow. You know, last week we saw that he got one target. I ain't gonna cut it, especially for your first round pick. And last week was a bad game as far as offense goes, especially for the pass game. So I think this week you get it back on track. It's a get-right game. Kirk Cousins really gets things cooking. I mean, he has been cooking all year long. He's top five in pass yards. He's number one in passing touchdowns. He's thrown a couple picks, but a lot of other guys in the league have too. So when you kind of throw that in the mix, you know, he's just doing his thing. And I think once we get deeper into this season – Kirk will trust the offense more. The line will get better. The run game will get better. And this week is just another chip on the block. We got to be able to run the ball. We saw what Cam Akers did last week. Eight, eight yards of carry. That's pretty good. So if we can get that Thunder-Lightning combo going with Alexander Madison, get Cam Akers in the mix, start having those guys run the ball, get us some decent gains, get us some first downs, I'm really liking what this offense can do against this Chiefs defense. Mind you, we haven't even brought up TJ Hawkinson or KJ Osborne yet. I mean, KJ Osborne, he always comes through. Even when you don't know if he's going to, he just always does. And then Hawkinson, he's been a little bit on and off. But against a, even if Nick Bolton doesn't play, I like him against those linebackers. I think Hawkinson is due for a smash game. We've only really seen him have one good game, and that was against the Eagles, uh, where he was featured a lot, two touchdowns. So I think this is a week where Hawkinson gets involved early. Hawkinson gets involved heavily. I'm seeing this as a good game for the pass game. You know, Kirk, over 300 yards, easy. JJ breaking his line. I think they've got that up to like 104.5. Take the over, because he's been smashing that. Last week he didn't, but last week was goofy. And this week... We're not playing goofy. We're playing to win. We're playing to beat the defending champions. And when you look at it, you got to get, you know, we've got a couple matchups coming up. So we've got the Chiefs this week. Bears next week in Soldier Field. I'm not worried about them. And then you got the 49ers at home on a Monday night football game. You have to be able to win two or three. You have to beat the Chiefs or the 49ers. You, and like we talked about, the November schedule softens up a lot. But to be in good shape and to be able to have a hiccup in November and December, you have to beat one of these two teams, the Chiefs or the 49ers. And, I mean, the 49ers, they look absolutely unstoppable. So this has to be the game where you get a win. This has to be the game where you show up, you're hanging tight, you're hanging with the Chiefs, and you pull out a dub. And hopefully, you know, those fans, I don't know if y'all have seen the ticket prices those ticket prices are pretty absurd. So if you were able to get your hands on some tickets, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, can you buy me a ticket? Because <laughs> I ain't got that type of money 
I mean, it's like minimum $200 in the door. And then you add on taxes, you add on those crazy ass fees. It's going to be crazy. But I think just based off that, I mean, the Chiefs, they only come to Minnesota once every eight years. So this is a marquee matchup when it comes to the Vikings. That's why it's on CBS with Nancy Romo. That's why it's in the late window. We don't ever have very many late window games. And to be completely honest, if I'm thinking back to all the late window games that we've had, just based off memory, I don't think we've won one. We've had a couple against the Bears where we had to close it out and win. That first year with Kirk, oh my God, that was awful. Last year, the Cowboys game, that was even worse, honestly. So hopefully, you know, we kind of, and that's, that's the thing last year too that I wasn't really fucking with. When you went up against these good teams last year, we got squashed. Cowboys, Packers, Eagles, we got squashed. So to come out and have a good game against the Chiefs and to be able to, I mean, we have to win. I think, not, I'm not worried about what they're saying nationally, but if you hang with the Chiefs and you're able to beat them, I think the, the trend starts to go upward nationally. Things start to change a little bit. As far as, oh, well, the Vikings are blah, blah, blah. Marcus Spears said the most disappointing thing so far this season has been Kirk Cousins. Bro, are you watching the game? So, I don't know. We've got to make sure that we get one of these wins under our belt so that we can change the tide here for better and not for worse. Because sooner or later, you know, injuries may be stacking up. Teams might get better. You know, the Bears could find their footing. We still have to see the Packers twice. They could find their footing. And we still have to see the Lions twice in December, in January. So to not even have a division game under your belt yet and for you to be this down in the hole with the run that the Lions are on, you have to be able to come out of this one with a W. And I think the Vikings will. As far as the score prediction, eh, I'm going to take the Vikings 34-30. I think it's going to be a high-scoring manner. But I think at the end, you know, the Vikings just make a couple more plays, get a couple more, get a score more than the Chiefs do, and you hang tight. But I think for this one to go down the way that you want it to, you have to win the time of possession. You got to keep it out of Pat Mahomes' hands. You got to make sure that Kelsey doesn't get his work swiftly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is a, a bounce-back game. I think this is going to be a huge upset win. 34-30 for the Vikings. Book it. Like we mentioned, Travis Kelsey. I want to touch on this before we get out of here. Travis Kelsey has been in the news because he is, quote-unquote, dating or seeing Taylor Swift, the biggest pop star in the world. Um, she's been at the last two games. She showed up to Arrowhead and watched them beat the hell out the Bears, and then she was in New York and watched them beat the Jets. And a lot of people were like, oh, why is she in New York? Well, she lives there, but she ain't coming to U.S. Bank Stadium. She's been here before. She came here this summer. She's not flying all the way out here, and she's not flying out to see the Chiefs lose. Because that's what's going to happen. So there was a nugget that came out earlier this week. Byron Murphy said that he had planned to talk shit to Travis Kelsey and use some of that Taylor Swift uh, hullabaloo to get into his head. And I tweeted out, Byron, no, don't poke the bear. Don't. Because if you piss off Travis Kelsey, he's the best tight end in the game. He can do whatever he wants. He can run whatever route he wants. And Pat Mahomes will get it to him. So... I think that's something we got to be worried about. We got to make sure that that Harry and Jordan Hicks and uh, Ivan Pace, we got to make sure that those guys are lurking, double teaming Kelsey, 
Because if you take care of Kelsey and you let those wide receivers beat you, it's going to be tough sailing for that Chiefs offense. And, you know, they've got a decent run game. Pacheco snapped off a little bit last week. They got Jarek McKinnon. We'll see him back in U.S. Bank Stadium. I ain't worried about their run game. I'm not. So for them to win, it's going to have to be, you know, weird off-schedule plays, wide receivers coming through, and Travis Kelsey dominating. If you can shut down those three aspects, we're walking out with a 34-30 W. If you guys are going to the game, be loud, be buzzed up. Let's have some fun. Let's beat these Chiefs because I need to make sure that this is a good season moving forward. We can't. I, I can't hop on and have us be one and four and go through another stupid game where we gave away the ball three times in the first half and didn't do anything and had six minutes of possession time in the second half. That just can't happen. So hopefully the Vikings game plan this week is stout, it's solid, and we have this offense ready to roll against this Chiefs defense. And we're ready to roll and contain Pat Mahomes in that Chiefs offense. Thank you guys for joining me here on StreamYard. We will be live next or on Sunday, and I believe we're going to try and do it from the studio. The new studio in St. Paul. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the It's a Bit stuff, but they've already got a couple things going. I just saw Wild Takes. They just put out an episode where they recorded from the studio. I'm going to have to bring myself over to St. Paul, and I'm going to have to get in that studio. So next time you see us, we'll probably be live from that studio, a clearer look, and not on StreamYard. Or it'll be on StreamYard, but you know, not from me sitting at my house. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for listening. Let's go beat these Chiefs. Skull Vikings.